everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Digital Fuel Podcast with Kevin and Matt. Matt, how are you doing today? Hey, all you cool cats and kittens out there. <laughs> and so if you hadn't guessed by Matt's introduction of himself there, uh, today we thought we'd take a little bit of a different spin on the Digital Fuel Podcast, and we figured, you know what, there's enough seriousness going on in the world right now with COVID-19 and with, you know, the effects that that's having just globally on everyone. You've heard enough from everybody, I think, on marketing through COVID-19, including ourselves. So today we just wanted to have some fun, and this is going to be our Tiger King edition of Digital Fuel, where we just talk about that show, what amazes us about it, um, questions that we have afterwards. And so, hey, if you're a fan of the show, awesome. Uh Listen through, give us your thoughts and feedback. Um, if you haven't watched the show, what's wrong with you? Get out there and check it out. It's on Netflix. It's awesome. Did you ever imagine that when we started this, we would be doing this today? I'm not sure if this is amazing or embarrassing. In a way, I felt like it was always going to go to some kind of animal rights thing. <laughs> <laughs> More so discussion on what side of the fence you stand on. Yeah. I was thinking, you know, I was thinking like dolphins or squids or something, but um, hey, tigers are cool. Tigers are cool. And there was a liger in that, uh, in one of the episodes. And how many people do you think had their minds blown when they saw a liger in Tiger King and they all just thought it was some mythical creature they made up for Napoleon Dynamite? I thought it was 100% fake. I had no idea that that was a real thing. Oh, I'm just pointing also, out. Also... Again, I don't think people recognize how much hard work and dedication we put on behind the scenes before <laughs> and after all these podcasts. <laughs> we couldn't even say that with a straight face. But when we first started this conversation before recording, you were like, hey, what's that funny thing Carol always says? And I told you, hey, all you cool cats and kittens. And you're like, oh, that's great. I'm going to write it down. And then when you went to record the podcast, you didn't even say it. Well, what actually, was the point? Yeah, no, I had a plan of where I was going to use it, but you jumped in too early. I was going to introduce it. We were talking about Tiger King and then tell all those cool cats and kittens to sit back and enjoy. But you stole my thunder. No worries. I got to let you have one every now and then. I was trying to write the ship because I'm like, this podcast is off to a complete disaster if he did not use that line. Yeah, and so this is the one and only time you felt that you needed to write the ship, eh? (laughs) (laughs) You and my wife sound the same. Well, I do have a high voice. (laughs) (laughs) So I think one of the reasons that we wanted to talk about this topic today was that, you know, going to past, we just wanted to have some fun and give everybody out there, you know, a couple minutes of, of laughter and brevity, hopefully, but it's really amazing what this show has done and how much it's like brought people together in a way. Um, you know, it, it seems to be a common thread among everybody you talk to. Everybody wants to talk about it. Everybody's seen it and it brings those, like I said, much needed laughs to a really difficult time. Um, and that's why we thought, Hey, let's, let's work this into our production here and let's talk through it. So again, how this started though was 
every week, Kevin and I have a phone call, video conference meeting where we talk about our goals for our respective businesses, like 30 day, is it 30 or 90 days? 90. Clearly I'm not paying attention. Our 90 day goals. And for the first three quarters of the hour long call, I think we just talked about Tiger King because we had <laughs> finished it over the weekend and we were kind of like kicking ourselves because we're just having like such a hoot laughing at it that we should have been recording it and like literally just talking about all the nonsense. But you're right. Yeah. Like this show is like straight up taken over the nation. Like what is it? Number one on Netflix, most streamed anything right now. Um, I wonder how much people would have been watching this and how much this would have been like this huge pop culture phenomenon if it weren't for the isolation and it weren't for everyone like being forced to stay home. Like if this was the summer or the holidays, like I wonder if this would have caught on as much. I, I think definitely everyone being stuck at home helped fuel the momentum, but I think this would have been a hit regardless because, you know, Every episode you watch just gets more insane and ludicrous than the one before it. And yeah. I think it was so well done in that respect that it would have built up the momentum. I think what we're seeing, though, is the velocity at which people consume the show because they are at home, because they have nothing better to do than binge watch shows. So where you have a lot of people who maybe would have watched this over a, you know, a six week period, we all kind of watched it over a two week period. And uh, I think that plays into a lot of what's going on with the show and the topic right now. Yeah, for sure. I remember you and I were talking about McMillions a couple of weeks ago or even a month ago. Yeah. Where every episode we would like text each other and be like, I can't believe that this is real. I honestly thought at the end of the documentary of McMillions, they were going to be like, this was all a big joke. This was a prank. None of this actually happened. And I wouldn't have been mad. I would have been like, yeah, totally fair. There's no way this was real. This is even worse. This is or better. Bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> and to your point too about it being really well done. I think it's really important as someone that watches documentaries to tell the world that I watch a lot of documentaries. <laughs> Similar to like if you're a vegan, you gotta tell people that you're a vegan and if you do CrossFit, you gotta tell people that you're CrossFit. And if you drive an electric car, it needs to be known in every conversation. But anyways, I watch a lot of documentaries of late the last couple months specifically, I try to jump between like some sort of nonsense television show or stupid action movie. And then I try to watch something and I might learn something. So I'm watching like a lot of documentaries lately. How's that been going for you? By the way, the learning what part? something. The learning, learning something? Thing. I'm almost there. Hey, good. I was surprised at the quality of this documentary <laughs> and like how well it was done. And like a big thing with most documentaries I think people expect that they're all supposed to be unbiased in their opinion, but like there's always some sort of specific narrative that whoever's done the documentary is trying to push or drive towards. Uh, it's always pretty obvious in this documentary. I like Tiger King. I'm not convinced that there was any specific narrative they were trying to drive. Like I thought they did a really good job of being completely unbiased with a lot of the different themes we saw in there. Like, did Carol kill her husband? 
Did Jeff set up Joe? All those things. I'm not convinced that they really hit one side harder than the other, and it was, like, pretty clean down the middle. And I was really impressed by, that, like, the quality that they, they actually put into it. Yeah, and, I mean, even to to that point is that um, when you walked away from watching the show, you know, you, you would have thought that they made Carol and what they're looking to, or what she's doing with her rescue out to be the, the almost the good guys or the protagonists of the story. But I don't know about you, but I sat there and from, you know, the first time she was introduced until the end of the, the series, I go, I don't understand why what she's doing is any better. And I think that's because of how it was filmed and how everyone was portrayed is that, you know, you kind of, you kind of cut through all the crap. And to your point there, they weren't pushing something on you. You were able to make your, your own decisions and own narratives around it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, she's completely delusional. And the fact that she thinks that what she's doing is any different, maybe she's not euthanizing and maybe not harming any of the tigers or other animals there. Yeah, she doesn't Same do the thing. cub petting and stuff like that, I guess. But Yeah, and, like, I don't know enough about that. Um, controversy to like really understand what's so inappropriate about it compared to like all the other inappropriate things that they're doing, to be honest with you. Um, but like, yeah, maybe they're not harming the animals over with Carol, all that kind of stuff. She's running an incredible racket from a business perspective where she's got all the hundreds of uh, volunteers that are working like how many hours and she's put it together like almost like a cult, but in a way that all those people want to keep volunteering and like, leveling up what is that scientology the one where they're like oh, yeah. honestly trying to get to the next level of yeah. uh the religion? Like, they want to become like the sea org or something yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like follow the path of climbing a ladder or something yeah and i was just shocked like as a business person i was like well done carol and i wonder does she believe what she's saying like is she delusional or is she like maybe we should not be leaning politically one way or another but like is she trump-like where she truly does believe everything that's going on or i don't know does trump believe that or do you think he's like putting it on as well i think that's a different podcast and uh should uh, sign me up away from that one right now <laughs> uh, until we formalize the demographics of our audience uh, kevin just in the back shouting and waving stop stop <laughs> don't do it <laughs> Your mega hat showing, Matt. Um, <laughs> You're wearing a barbecue smoker hat, a Traeger hat with a American flag on it. Like I have no Traeger. mega hat for the record. You're actually wearing plaid and a trucker Traeger hat. Um, I'm wearing very Canadian plaid, and yeah, I love my smoker, and you love the the food that comes off my smoker, so I'm not going to apologize for my Traeger hat. You're so redneck right now. You're a couple teeth away from John Finley, Joe Exotic's husband. Oh, look at that. Um, and actually, you bring up an interesting point that I wanted to talk about, about uh, Tiger King here in the show. Um, I think one of the most, uh, I don't even know, shocking, maybe is the right word, scenes in uh, Joe Exotic was the sea do at the end well that was just majestic <laughs> that was when when the strip club slap owner slash businessman 
had his jet ski montage moment. That was like watching a unicorn gallop through Emerald Isles or something. That was just pure magic. Do you remember that guy's name? I'm trying to find it right now. I, I don't. I can't remember. Because I kept calling him a businessman. And it yep. made it seem like he had good money by the cars he was driving and stuff. Where is he working at the end? A dollar store that he's opened up? Yeah, it looks so. like an off-the-rack dollar store of stuff that fell off a truck. I, I think he still has his strip clubs, though. <laughs> then why is he hanging out at that place? Well, I guess he needs somewhere to go during the day. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. He's clearly not getting his hair redone. <laughs> ah, why would you? <laughs> that is the best haircut. <laughs> and I think, I think that's the true villain in Joe Exotic is whoever's cutting hair in Oklahoma. <laughs> You did, sorry, you did bring up a good point when we were kind of texting and chatting last week about this, though, that's worth talking about. Is Are there any redeeming good characters on this show? Like, truly, like, maybe good people. None of the main characters, like you said, not to steal your point, are are good people, right? No, no, you don't get that impression from how they've been portrayed in there anyhow. Um, there's, to your point, when we were texting there is some supporting characters like the the manager of the zoo, the the gentleman who's, who's lost both of his legs. Um, yeah, I thought he was like a good guy. I thought he meant well. It seemed like he kind of had like a rough life, but was keeping it together. Yeah, and I think I think the, um, Joe's the, first husband I thought actually was a good guy. Yeah, like looks aside, like obviously, but like John Finley. <laughs> you mean he seemed like a good John guy. Batista? <laughs> yeah, John Batista. What's um his name from Guardians? Drax. It's yeah, it's like a no muscle Drax. <laughs> um, I think the other person who was who was probably pretty redeeming too was the uh, the worker who got her arm bit off. Yeah. Um, um, and I'm not I'm not gonna go there, but I just read an article that it, she's not a woman. Oh, okay. I She's apologize. been misgendered in where oh. he is now. Oh, I apologize. That's, uh, well, no, that's good to know. And uh, Get your pronouns straight, Ken. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate the correction. Um, I also love how Joe's go-to move when an employee gets her his arm torn off is, I better put on my paramedic, paramedic bomber jacket and strut around the office and ask people if they want a discount. <laughs> this is going to ruin me financially. <laughs> I love how, like, yeah, he just goes bursting in a room of unsuspecting guests. <laughs> like, BTW, you guys might find out that someone's arm has been ripped off of them by a tiger. Everybody remain calm and just slowly leave. <laughs> yeah, other than that, you know, it's just uh, another day at the park. <laughs> I mean, aside from paramedics, who even has jackets like when he threw on in that scene, too? They're just like classic old school, like country singer jackets. Oh, yeah. Like with little music best. Like, I think the biggest crime committed is that Joe Exotic's music does not appear to be on iTunes or Spotify. I know. It took me a couple of days to check it out, but uh, yeah, I checked out Spotify one day and it wasn't there. And we talked, I think it like probably on YouTube. Like it should be on YouTube. We need oh, to check that out. So. I wonder if the songs are actually that bad or it's the music videos that are so bad. Like if we could separate them and not 
see the music video, I wonder how good a singer he is. Well, maybe he's a good singer. I don't know about uh, writer, though, with lyrics like, I saw Tiger and Tiger saw Man or whatever it was. <laughs> I also read yesterday that he doesn't write his own songs, and the writer of his songs is furious. Why is that? Because Joe's taking all this credit for it. And he's the and the uh, the actual writer is like someone else. I don't know the guy's name or woman's name or whatever. But yeah, apparently he doesn't write his own songs. And well, maybe that disputes why they're not up on iTunes and Spotify. Oh, that's so a good point. Yeah, that's going to be season two. There has to be a season two. Well, there has to be because nothing was resolved in season <laughs> one, right? Like, what yeah. happened? Jeff moved to zoo. Joe went to jail. Carol got away with killing her husband, so or not, who knows. Um, but like, I wonder, yeah, I wonder if anyone had the sense. You're right because it all ended, and it seemed like maybe there was an appropriate ending, but the finale didn't really wrap anything up. Didn't put any like real conclusions on there. It seemed like the episode before was more definitive. I wonder if they recognize they had this bombshell on their hands at Netflix and they're like, we need to hold some of this footage back. Oh, that would be smart. The problem is though, like they were filming this thing for what, five years. Yeah. And now they got to get back into film stuff. And I bet you a lot of those people aren't happy. I don't think Carol's probably happy. Doc is in jail or Doc was arrested. They said at the end, right? Oh, was he? Um, yeah. Doc was like one of the, captioned at the end like he ended up getting charged like within the last couple months i think in december so you're, so you're saying forcing your employees to have sex with you to get a promotion is is frowned upon eh yeah you should talk to your hr manager about that if you have any serious questions but yeah um i think the funny thing is they probably weren't even concerned about that that probably had nothing to do with the charge no. <laughs> it was all about again like the, the abuse of the tigers and I think, well, oh, again, I might be like just spewing conspiracy theories. What else new? Or did I, or was this on the show where um, the theory is that Doc has a gas chamber? For... Yeah, that was on the show. Okay, okay. So I didn't totally make that up. Yeah, yeah. No, he's uh, he's an animal apparently. So yeah. But um, so I started a thought about ten minutes ago. Uh, I'm gonna finish it now. Um, and don't, I want to get your don't worry take about on it. it. Is uh, what was I think one of the most shocking scenes in the episode where they caught just off camera Travis either committing suicide or accidentally killing himself. Um, that was amazing. That was unexpected. Um, your take? It was interesting. I. It was like. 60 to 90 seconds before they showed what happened where I was like, this guy's going to kill himself. Cause all of a sudden I realized we haven't seen any video yeah. from him recently. And John's there, but Travis isn't there. Uh, it was pretty shocking. Uh, what was the guy's name? We're like, obviously we're not prepared for this. Oh, the guy's name is Joshua. So Joe's campaign manager that was sitting there in shock. The look on his face. I don't know if I should say this, but like, it was funny. Like the guy just sat there, like Macaulay Culkin, home alone, hands on face for what seemed like a hundred thousand hours. <laughs> no effort to do anything. Um, I don't know if you or I would have reacted much different, but 
I feel like I would have gotten up and been like, hey, pal, are you okay? <laughs> if not, might call the police real quick. <laughs> yeah, well. Uh, I... Tomato, tomato. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if he killed himself or not. I. <laughs> he seemed like he was a pretty stupid guy. Obviously, on a lot of drugs, like meth they were talking about, he could have just been, like, completely on another planet. I guess he did mention to Josh Wah, uh, Joe's campaign manager, that he, like, the gun wasn't real or, like, shooting blanks or something like that. And now he was saying that without a clip in it that the, the gun couldn't fire. But I guess there was a round chambered or something to that effect. Uh, somebody who obviously had such an, an enthusiasm for firearms like he did and was betrayed all the way through. You think he probably would have known that or known to check it. That's why, you know, part of me leans towards suicide. But to your point, with everything that was going through his system, he probably wasn't thinking too clearly. No, that was – and, like, and Joe took, like, quite a turn after that. Like, the guy was always – He's like very Trump like again, like very exuberant, like out there, very like uh, like I think he kind of knew he was being a character, right? And then after Travis shot himself, he was a mess, like just slurring constantly. Oh, Clearly yeah. had just been drinking all the time. Yep. Um and you can even see the 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 cats react to him differently, right? Like, that's where one of them grabbed him by the leg and was dragging him away, and you know. Well, that's because he had cologne on his shoes, Kevin. Oh, yes, that's right. I forgot about that. He was set up by <laughs> Jeff. Set up. Jeff yeah. and Alan. <laughs> now I'm speaking intelligently about this because I've got the cast in front of me and I'm able to see their faces with their names, and now we're running a, a genuine, legitimately polished podcast yes took eight episodes do you know that our last episode was 007 007 that's fancy we never even mentioned we should have been having martinis (laughs) we're talking about covid19 marketing i don't think that was very appropriate (laughs) (laughs) well yeah when in rome (laughs) (laughs) do go on (laughs) oh that's all um but no, I mean, I just think this show was an incredible time. Uh, I really enjoyed it. To your point, I really hope they held back some footage and they can stitch together uh, a season two, even if it's just, you know, half as many episodes. I'm just, I'm not yeah. done watching uh, Joe Dirt or Joe Exotic. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see more episodes, even a special, like, yeah, more footage, another, like, movie or something like an hour and a half of footage or maybe like a making the murderer style uh where's joe now even making the murder i don't know if you watched the second season i never did after the first season i was like i'm kind of done with this i don't really need to know much more about it and then there were some big bombshells in season two but go on I even after season one, to, to my point earlier, I started reading all of this stuff about my like, contradictory stories this way and the other, and I was just like, I don't know what to make of this. I think it actually this is this is I haven't thought about this in a while, but I'm pretty certain that guy did kill that woman after like all the stuff I ended up reading outside of that documentary, and they made it really seem like he did in the in the documentary. But right. anyways, yeah. 
But that has That's, nothing to do with Joe Exotic, so let's get back on track. Yeah, let's talk about some serious stuff right now. Yeah. Um, exactly. I would watch, I would watch a new episode of Joe Exotic, sorry, of Tiger King every single day for the rest of my life. I would be more than content if it was a Wheel of Fortune Jeopardy situation where every weeknight there is a new episode and I would just watch the heck out of that <laughs> forever. Every episode opens up with that guy riding his jet ski. Yeah. Listen here, mofos. <laughs> have you seen all the memes? So I was just going to say that the memes that have come oh. out of this is fantastic, and they line up perfectly with, you know, I, I mean, again, it's a it's a horrible situation, this COVID-19 thing that we're in, but, man, the, the memes line up very well with this. I don't know if there's – this is obviously – what do you call it? Like, we're in the moment, so it's easy to say, but I don't know if there's ever been something – so culturally, culturally relevant as this show has been and like influencing pop culture in some years. Again, besides Trump, like what else are we getting so much amazing, hilarious content from? That's true. I don't think I've laughed as hard since you invited me to your uh, family reunion. So <laughs> it's not even a funny joke. <laughs> yeah, it kind of was. You laughed. <laughs> One of the better memes that I've seen going around is all the people at home, like, trying to do homeschooling with their kids. And it was, like, 9 o'clock with their kids. And it's a picture of Carol. She's like, hey, all you cool cats and kittens. And then five minutes later, it's a picture of Joe. He's like, all right, listen here, mofos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's it, this show has added a lot of much-needed laughter, um, discussion about stuff that's not – Life or death for for all of us. Um, just the, just the tigers. Just the tigers, yeah. Well, I try not to think that that deep into it, but that is probably one of the best points that was made in that show, and I think that came from uh, Walmart manager slash campaign manager Joshua. Um, that you know, Carol and Joe spent how many millions of dollars fighting each other, and how far could that have money gone to help protect these tigers in their natural habitat? Um, so, you know, there's let, let's let's do one thing nice here and let's just uh, encourage people. Hey, if you've got some extra bucks that you uh, want to share, um, go donate it to, to an organization that's going to help these these animals. Um, you know, there's lots out there. I won't name any because I don't want to have a bias. But, um, you know, if you had a good time watching that show, um, maybe try to help out these cats and see what we can do for them. Yeah. The other good meme that I saw was a picture of Trump leaning into Jared Kushner. And it starts with Kushner saying, hey, Mr. President, the country's going crazy. What's your plan? And then Trump says, release the tiger documentary. <laughs> uh, and with that, let's call this a day. Um, I'm not done, man. I want to keep no. going. You should just tag out. I'll just keep talking to myself. <laughs> Yeah, but we want to retain some of our audience for when we get back into marketing talk. First of all, I don't think anyone listens to this. Second of all, this is the most irrelevant, useless way, use of our time that we've ever, ever, ever done. And we've known each other for a couple of years. We started hanging out in the last year, and we've done some incredibly useless things with our time. This is the worst. Oh, absolutely. Hands down. <laughs> Hands down. I mean, yeah. Do you think that that guy with the terrible haircut, what's his name? Let me pull this up because I'm a, a professional podcaster. James Gerritsen 
quote unquote the businessman. Do you think he gets his hair cut by our sponsor Floby? I wish Floby was our sponsor. Floby, if you're out there, you're listening to this. Um, yeah, you need to sponsor us. But on top of that, I'd love to talk to you about doing your marketing. Let's get the Floby out there. Let's get some renewed interest in it because I don't think people look as good as they possibly can if they're not a Floby cut. Yeah, so I'll intro it, and then you can talk to the, everyone about this great product you kind of introduced me to. Everybody you knows what a Floby is, Matt. You're the weirdo who had a... Why does everybody know what a Floby is? Well, because everybody's probably watched Wayne's World. Everybody has probably watched, so yeah. you're already second-guessing your quote. Yeah. Um, so Floby, flowb.com, F-L-O-W-B-E-E.com. Uh, tee it up, Kevin. What's the Floby all about? Well, essentially, the Floby is a, a vacuum cleaner-like machine that you set. No, no, no. It's not a vacuum-like machine. It's a vacuum. Okay. Well, it's like the vacuum you would use to do your floor, but it's not one you would use to do your floor. Because instead, you're going to do your hair with it. And when your hair gets sucked up into here, you set the cutting length. It cuts off your hair. It sucks it right down into the vacuum bag. No mess. No, nothing you have to clean up. Just a perfect haircut every single time. Basically, just picture a whole bunch of, uh, you know, really sharp blades on the end of your vacuum cleaner, and you're just running it across your head. That's what that sounds like about. a horror movie. That sounds like the next Saw movie. <laughs> nah, nah. You know yeah, what? anyone out there that's wanted to cut their hair with a vacuum, this product allows you to cut your hair evenly, and the results are a refreshing vacuum haircut. With this product, you will A, save money, B, save time, and last but not least, is have fun. Yeah. I mean, here's here's the simple fact, Matt. I spent about 35 to $40 to get my hair cut, right? That machine there is what, about $140? $140, and it's out of stock because of COVID right now and no one yeah. being able to get their haircuts in public. That's right. And uh, so... And it lasts for about seven years, I think they say on their website. So that yeah, is seven a years specifically. return on investment. Yeah, but that's not a $35 haircut. That's like a $2 haircut. No. Like if you went into a hairdresser and they're like, hey, I'll cut your hair for $2, I would expect them to cut it with a back. No, you're wrong. Even if it was a $5, $2 haircut, you're still coming out on top. No, you're not. <laughs> Imagine what your hair is going to look like after that. Ah, You're never, ever, ever going to win. Go to the website. Look at the guy who invented the Floby. That guy looks as good as Tom Selleck. He is a handsome man. Like, the hair looks good. He's got, like, a pretty sick flow. It's very thick and, like, a strong man's mustache. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, you would just give him your lunch money, all right? You would just you would just submit to him. He, he, is, he is that strong. I'd, yeah, probably, and then he'd give me a big hug because he's an awesome dad. Oh, I bet he is. <laughs> and you're always on the lookout for that, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Yes, so Flobies. We could be working there. right now. We could be providing value to the people that we work with, but instead we're doing this. Well, to be fair, I did book off an hour time for my calendar. I do have meetings after this but uh, right now if you could find a better use of an hour of my time than tiger king and floby you know have you're that. drinking right now I wish. 
You are. <laughs> I can see it. So, but maybe, maybe we've talked about Floby enough that maybe they'll send us uh, some Flobies. Would uh, you use it? Yeah, if I but they sent me a Floby, I'd give it a shot. Um, I would not do it. If you want to connect with us and send us a free Floby, uh, my email is Kevin K E V I N at thinkfuel.ca, um, <laughs> and you know, reach out to me. And get me a Floby. We'll test it out. I'll videotape it. We'll talk about it in our podcast. Um, and I think if you send one to Matt, he'd try it too. Uh, he's not, he's not that, uh, sophisticated. He's, he's not that proud of how he looks. He'll, he'll give it a shot. Saving $2 means more to Matt than his uh, appearance. So and Matt, what's your email address so the Floby people can get in touch with you? I don't want one. You do. Come on. No. All right, so let's wrap this up. All right. So, hey, um, this was a lot of fun today. I know we didn't talk about very much anything marketing-related, although I guess that last little uh, bit was an example of how to do sponsorship and influencer marketing <laughs> poorly. Uh, <laughs> Imagine they paid for that ad. Oh, that would be great. I think that's probably the best ad that they could have got outside of Wayne's World. But... Uh, <laughs> But, no, we had a lot of fun. I hope you guys did, too. We just wanted to make everyone laugh and forget about everything else for, for a few minutes here. And uh encourage you to follow us online. We're on all those little social media thingies. Uh, check us out online at thinkfuel.ca or maddiedigital.com. Um, if you just search for Maddie G., you probably won't find our Matt. You'll find this really cool DJ guy. Um, so just make sure you remember it is Matty G Digital. That's what you want to look for. Anyhow, uh, thanks again. Any last words before we go here, Matt? No, I forgot about that guy, though. He's like some sort of DJ in New York. Uh, he does, what, hip-hop rap? Yeah. Wikipedia says. I've never actually listened to him, have you? No, no. I'm going to check it out. I didn't even know it wasn't you the first time I saw it, to be honest. So, From far, you might think so. Like, before I had the beard, it's fairly yeah, no, reasonable. I, I thought maybe that's how you made your way through college. but uh, <laughs> I'm still a little mad that I'm not even ranking. Oh, I am ranking at the bottom of page one for that. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> what does this guy do? Like, how is he still making music? Well, maybe we'll have him on the show one day. <laughs> you can ask him. <laughs> I think we're going to have to get the Floby people on here. Oh, sorry. Uh, we're going to have to get the Floby people on here first. He's still doing something from like nine months ago, updated today. Oh, this guy's still very active. I'm going to check him out. There goes my afternoon. You enjoy your meetings. Everyone else enjoy the rest of their Friday afternoons. I am going to be spending the rest of my day listening to Maddie G. I was going to say digital, but Maddie G, the hip-hop rapper. DJ. All right. Thanks again, everyone. Thanks, Matt. And you guys have a great rest of the day. Toodaloo.